Hello and welcome to Tea and Chat, the British English podcast where you get to choose the topic. Welcome to today's episode of Tea and Chat. Today we are going to be talking about fast food. So thank you to my supporters who chose this topic. Remember, you can also get involved by going to patreon.com slash British English and every week you can vote on the new topic there if you choose to sign up. I'd love to see you over on my Patreon. But let's start. With fast food, I'm going to separate this podcast into several sections. So first of all, I'm going to start by talking about some of the British-owned chains, and that's going to be separated into general food, pub food, uh, Asian food, and cafes. And then I'm going to be talking about restaurants that aren't chains. So we have a lot of food in the UK that doesn't belong to a big chain company. And then I will be talking about American fast food. So American fast food that's in... England, not American fast food by itself, but other popular chains that come from America that are in England. Now, first of all, when we think about fast food, I think generally we do think about America. America is the place that is really well known for eating fast food, for the popularity of fast food even. And in the UK, it is also popular to eat fast food. But I wouldn't say to the extent of Americans. And there are several reasons for that. But first of all, one big thing that I noticed, especially when I came to Canada, is that here in Canada, and it's the same for America, if you want fast food, you can easily just drive uh, up to the fast food place and go through what is called a drive through. So you just don't even have to get out of your car. You go straight up to the window, you put in your order, you pay and vroom, vroom, off you go with your food. It's quite a simple process. And while there are some places in the UK that do have this, it's not very common. So I think this is a big reason why we don't consume as much fast food because we haven't got that really big convenient element there. And speaking for London particularly, it's not common for people to drive around in London all the time. It's much more common for people to get public transport because it's normally quicker, cheaper and easier. So again, you're kind of taking out that element of the drive through It wouldn't really work or be necessary in London. And there's not really kind of the space or infrastructure for it in some ways. So although you might find, you know, a McDonald's drive through here and there, I don't think it's that popular. I don't think it's that common. So that's one big thing. Another thing is that I believe British people in general are quite health conscious or at least much more health conscious than our American counterparts. Now, I'm not saying, oh, Americans, they are so unhealthy and they all they do is eat fast food, blah, 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 and making out British people to be some really healthy, athletic type of people. <laughs> but definitely, I think if we're just generally speaking, British people do seem to be more health conscious. And you can see this reflected in our supermarkets in England. So when you shop in the supermarkets in England, and I have to be honest, 
This is one of the things that I miss the most about living in Canada is the supermarkets just are not up to par with the British supermarkets. So I do miss that. <laughs> but if you go into a British supermarket, you will see that there are so many options. And that might sound kind of stupid. Well, like, duh, of course. Like, if you go to any supermarket anywhere in the world, you're going to have options. You're going to have your fruit and your vegetables and your fresh food and your frozen food. Like, and your chocolate and your biscuits. That's to be expected. But what I mean by that is that we have many healthy options. So, for example, if I wanted to buy something as simple as pasta. Now, pasta might not be considered a healthy option, so it's probably not the best example. But let's just say you want to buy some fresh pasta in England. Well, then you can find many different types of fresh pasta, different types of fresh tortellini, fresh tagatelli, fresh pasta salads. In some ways, you are really stuck for choice because... There are so many different options that you might become quite indecisive. I mean, if I'm speaking for myself, I'm definitely indecisive. But more or less, every week when you go to the supermarket, there's probably going to be something new and something different that wasn't there last week. So you always have some new options, something new to try. Now, I gave the example of pasta, but really that goes for many other things. So if I'm talking about vegetarian food, let's talk about vegetarian food for a minute. I'm not vegetarian, but I did used to be. So from the age of 13 to 18, I was vegetarian and by choice and my own personal choice. So I did eat a lot of vegetarian food. Now I'm talking about vegetarian food because it is considered to be healthier. Now, if we talk about the frozen section in the supermarket, there are many, many options. For example, we have really big brand names like Corn and Linda McCartney that provide you with many different alternatives to, let's say, meat. So chicken, mince, um, burgers, sausages. There are many different kind of meat-free vegetarian options that are healthier and are not actually that expensive. Normally they're at quite a reasonable price and you can find them on offer quite frequently. Now if I wanted something similar here in Canada I would have a lot of difficulties because you might find a really small section in the freezer dedicated to some version of vegetarian food. However, it will be really expensive, like double the price of any of the other food. So it definitely would discourage people from perhaps choosing this healthier option. Whereas in England, I know lots of people choose this option because it's cheaper. So they're actually eating healthier because it's cheaper, but also because they have that option to begin with. So that's that's a good example right there. I'm not saying that overall the food costs in England are cheaper because I'm sure if you compare it to other countries it's definitely not it's probably even more expensive than um, Canadian food in some ways but at the same time our supermarkets we have such a wide variety of supermarkets to choose from we have Asda's, Tesco's, Sainsbury's, Waitrose, Iceland, 
you name it. There's quite a big selection of supermarkets, which means they're always competing to give you the best prices. So while it might not be the cheapest and comparable to other countries, from a British perspective, you can normally come away from the supermarket feeling like you got a good deal that day and you didn't have to pay too much on your groceries, depending on how vigilant you are. So keeping this in mind, the fact that the supermarkets have pretty good choices when it comes to anything, and that also comes to unhealthy food, to chocolate, to biscuits. I mentioned before that we have whole aisles dedicated to these, which is much better than the options that I can find here in Canada. So keeping this in mind that there are so many healthy and also unhealthy options when you go into your supermarket, it kind of would also discourage people from actually eating out so often or actually eating fast food. Because now, in comparison, that fast food seems far more expensive when they know they could probably find something similar. So take pizza, for example. I mean, I think a large majority of us love to eat takeout pizza, and it's the same for British people, and you can find some good deals. However, we have a really good selection of frozen pizza in the supermarket. And while I know it's not the same, I've seen some actual chains try and sell a frozen version of their pizza in the supermarket. I think uh, we have Pizza Express, which is quite a popular pizza chain in England. They, for example, sell a frozen version of their pizza in the supermarkets. And to be honest, you can find some things that taste pretty good. It's not too far off from the takeout pizza. So while, you know, you can get some pretty bad frozen pizza, in my opinion, I grew up eating a lot of frozen pizza. So <laughs> definitely, um, I think you do have a good choice these days, though. So I think this is another big contributing factor to why people don't eat out as much. Now, I'm saying eating out as in eating out food in general. I'm not even talking about fast food right now because in terms of eating at restaurants, and that can be, you know, single chain restaurants, I don't think British people eat out in restaurants as much as North Americans do. At least from my perspective, people growing up would normally eat out at restaurants for their birthdays, for celebrating some special occasion. Normally, we would only go to restaurants to celebrate something or or at least we would really see it as a treat. To eat out in a restaurant, this is a treat, a very special occasion. Whereas perhaps in American Canada, it may be because it's a bit cheaper to eat out, but in general, this is just a normal thing. Like, okay, I'm gonna eat out here this week. Like every week, maybe people pick a new place. I know, for example, my dad, he lives in America and he literally eats out almost every single day. And I know in some other countries like Thailand, people normally eat out every single day because it is so, 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 so cheap in Thailand. Now, while it's not that cheap in America, people in general can still afford it with their salaries. And so it's kind of taking away that element of a treat, of having something special and saving it for a special occasion. So, keeping all these factors in mind that I've mentioned, this is probably just some of the reasons that eating out in England is not as popular in North America, and that's in general. Now, if we talk about fast food, it's going to be a little bit more common because it is cheaper and it's a bit more convenient, of course. That's kind of the main reason why people want to eat fast food, but that's to some extent. So, I'm going to start by talking actually about um, the pub chains in the UK. Now, pubs 
if you don't know, they are perhaps called bars in other places, but a pub, it used to stand for public house, or it still does, I suppose, and they were made for a place for people to go and hang out and drink some alcohol with their friends, but essentially, pubs kind of evolved in some way. I mean, they always used to sell pub food, but these days, I think pub food has become even more popular than what it once previously was. So, if you go to the pub, you probably want to get some food because pub grub, as we like to call it, which is pub food, pub grub is actually pretty decent. It's pretty nice. I personally love eating pub food. And the key thing is it's not too expensive. Now, a large majority of pubs are single owned. So they are not part of any kind of chain. They are um, privately owned pubs. But we do have an exception to that. And that is called Weatherspoon. Weatherspoons is a big company that kind of buys out certain pubs and takes over the ownership of certain pubs uh, to the extent where they can publish their own menu. So every single Weatherspoon that you will go to will more or less have the same alcohol and food menu. So already you have some idea of what to expect when you go into one of these places. Now, I love Weatherspoon. You can get some really nice uh, sausage and mash, maybe some Sunday roast dinner, some more fancy fish and chips. I spoke about fish and chips before and how it's quite different to get pub fish and chips versus fish shop fish and chips. But um, normally they have a deal kind of every day of the week where you can get their daily special of food, maybe some curry and maybe some deals on their desserts. I love their desserts. They have like brownies and ice cream, which, you know, it sounds like a child's dessert, but it is pretty delicious. Maybe you can get a Sunday apple crumble uh, or apple pie with custard, something like that, which is really, really good and at an affordable price. So Weatherspoon is something that the working class person can normally afford to eat on a more regular basis. Now, again, I'm not talking about daily. I'm probably not even talking about weekly, if we're being honest. But if they fancy to eat out a bit more frequently, then Weatherspoon's a good choice for that. The other pub restaurant that's kind of popular, but if I'm being honest, it's kind of dying out now, is called The Harvester. And a harvester is actually a type of machine that is used in farming, which goes with their logo, which has pieces of wheat. So normally a harvester can be used, for example, to harvest wheat. And this is, again, another kind of pub chain that sells food. It's a little bit more of a restauranty atmosphere. It doesn't look so much like a pub. But I don't see those as frequently these days. I don't think they're as popular. But they have their own kind of menu and their own kind of style that people are used to. So moving away from pubs, let's talk about other fast food chains. A really, really, really popular one that I have to start off with and mention straight away is called Nando's. Now, if you're familiar with British culture in any way, then you might have heard of Nando's. If you've been to the UK, you might have seen a Nando's. They are popping up everywhere. Um, they've been quite popular for a while now, however. And Nando's is famous for their chicken. And I'm singing it because it is pretty good. And again, <laughs> a lot of my teenage life in England, I was vegetarian. But um, Nando's, I know it's just like the bomb.com when it comes to chicken. And it's really, really popular for people 
to go there with their friends, to hang out with your friends, get some chicken. And also they have lots of sides. You can choose from some mashed potato, from some rice. Okay, I have to pause right there and take an interval. I just researched Nando's to take another look at their menu. And I found out that they have Nando's in Canada. What the heck? This is a British chain and I am so shocked to see that they have some branches in Canada and close to where I live. So now I'm thinking I have to go to Nando's before I even go back to the UK because I'm going to be in those areas soon. And yeah, Nando's is decent, okay? They're famous for their peri-peri chicken. And while I was a vegetarian for most of the time, I really, really, really enjoyed their mushroom and halloumi burger. So it was literally just like a giant portobello mushroom with halloumi cheese. And then I would normally get some pineapple to put on top of that in a sandwich. And it was delicious. So yeah, if we're talking about British fast food, I have to mention Nando's straight up. There's been like some funny raps and songs on YouTube. If you search Nando's, you'll find all types of things on YouTube. So yeah, go ahead if you're interested. Um, The second British fast food chain that I want to mention is Greg's. So Greg's is a bakery where you can buy pasties, you can buy some nice cakes. If you want, you can get some pizza slices. But in general, they're famous for their pasties. Um, British people love pasties. If you don't know that, I think I mentioned it before in a previous podcast. Um, Their pasties are like dead, dirt, cheap. So you can buy pasties for like one or two pounds. Like don't quote me on the price because I'm not there and and I haven't got my clipboard out taking down notes. But in general, Greg's pasties are really cheap. You can just get one, you know, if you're hungry, you want something for lunch, you can walk by here, get it cheap. And this is something that people can probably get on a much, much more regular basis, maybe even daily, but I wouldn't suggest it because it is actually pretty unhealthy. I love Greg's. I've given in to their pasties and their sausage rolls, which are also really popular uh, on many occasions. And it's definitely one of the things that I miss about the UK because Greg's is delicious. And this is like, again, this is a chain uh, bakery store, but they sell hot food as well for people who perhaps want to grab something for their lunch. Now, I said that the other category that I wanted to mention was Asian food and... I'm mentioning this because, I mean, Asian is pretty a pretty general term, but perhaps it's better to say Japanese food because there are some Japanese chains that have become quite popular in recent times. So the number one is Wagamama, and I love Wagamama to bits. Like, this is my favorite Japanese chain store in the UK and perhaps one of my top favorite fast food chains in England. So Wagamama is pretty much based on Japanese food. That is what they are serving, but it does have a more English twist to it, I guess. So it's not 100% authentic, but you wouldn't really expect that from some kind of fast food place anyway. And although I'm saying fast food, this does not look like a typical fast food chain. It is very much a restaurant where you go in, you sit down, you order, you have a waitress. It's a lovely atmosphere. Uh, Wagamama's is quite unique because the tables are very long. So normally you share tables with uh, several other people or several other groups of people. It's not normal to kind of get your own private separate table in Wagamama's. The tables can probably seat over 10 people or around 10 people. So they kind of usually put several groups of people at that table. 
but the environment is normally really inviting and warm and it definitely imitates a restaurant much more than fast food but I'm just putting it into fast food because it is um, a big chain restaurant and I wanted to mention it here anyway. My favorite dish in Wagamama is their ramen. I absolutely love ramen in general anyway. But I also know that the chicken katsu curry is one of the most popular dishes in the UK from there. I personally have never ordered it because it's not so appealing to me and I love ramen so much. But they have a good variety of different dishes that kind of imitate Japanese food. And you can also perhaps find some uh, Japanese starters, you know, just have some edamame beans or maybe some gyoza and then... Also, you can find some small desserts, um, maybe with some matcha flavoring or mochi, which, you know, they're all very, very delicious. Um, However, we do also have another chain called wasabi. And wasabi is also kind of based on Japanese food. But this one is much more fast food. So you just literally walk up, you know, you put in your order and you got your food and you can go back to work or you can go back home with your food. And I don't know if there are many wasabi chains throughout England. It's one of the more newer ones, but it's definitely quite popular in London. When I was working in central London, people would be queuing for 10 minutes trying to get their food from here. And again, they have a good selection of rice and noodle dishes. And um, perhaps it's a little bit more expensive than your typical fast food, but it's nothing unreasonable and it's pretty decent for what you get. And then I'm not sure whether to mention cafes. I have talked about them again before in the tea episode. So perhaps it's better if you head over to my episode all about tea. If you want to learn more about what it's like to uh, eat and drink in a British cafe. But just again to mention some of the biggest chains for cafes are Pret, Cafe Nero and Costa. Um, I'm a big lover of Pret for their food and a big lover of Costa for their hot drinks. So if you're ever in England, you know, you can take my recommendation if you want. If you don't, that's fine. Now, perhaps I should have started with this, but I want to talk about the fast food in England that isn't actually chain food, because I think this is where we really thrive, (laughs) is in our fish and chip shops, in our chicken shops, and our kebab shops. So those are kind of like the top three that I just mentioned right there. Uh, Fish and chips, of course, everyone knows that, but you can also get uh, some nice pies in a fish and chip shop, battered sausage, saveloy sausage, and chicken. But if you want chicken, normally you'll go to the chicken shop where you can get some chicken and chips. Um, The chips will probably be more similar to fries here. And you can also get some ribs. For example, we have a chain called Morley's actually. Um, But normally they are not chain stores. And you can get chicken chips, fish chips, kebabs at really, really, really good price. There's lots of these little shops all around uh, England in general. And they're really popular for people to have as a treat on the weekends. Uh, Kebabs, people always eat when they go out drinking. After they've done drinking, they have a kebab. And uh, the Scottish, I believe, invented something called a deep fried Mars bar. Now, I'm not entirely sure if it was the Scottish, but this is what I heard. And uh, a Mars bar, you might have it actually in your country. It's a type of chocolate bar. Have Look it up. Um, it's quite simple, but it's quite common. I personally don't care for it too much. But I guess the chip shop decided to deep fry this chocolate bar and you can buy it and eat it like that. Again, I haven't tried it, but some people really like it. 
I mean, we love these kind of shops so much that there was even a TV show made about chicken shops on Channel 4 in the UK. I think it was called The Chicken Shop or something like that. So literally people were entertained to even see the interactions that happen in a chicken shop because it's quite funny. So yeah, that's that's really where we thrive. In London specifically, there's quite a popularity for some more international food like Jamaican food. I personally really do like Jamaican food. Um, I have seen a chain that, I, I forgot the name now, but it's becoming more popular selling Jamaican food. And um, yeah, that's delicious. You can get some patties, you can get some jerk chicken and rice, rice and peas, delicious. But now let's look at American fast food chains that are popular in England. Now, of course, straight away, straight off the boat, straight off the bat, we can say McDonald's. Everyone knows that. Everywhere you go in the world, McDonald's. That's simple. That's not anything complicated or interesting. Okay, we have McDonald's. Like I said, it's not so common to see it as a drive-thru. But if you want to eat at McDonald's, we have McDonald's. I don't know, you know, how much it differs from your country because every country in the world, the McDonald's is different. Um, Maybe the portions are smaller. Maybe they're the same. Maybe ours looks more standing and you have something probably more interesting than we do because for us it's mostly just burger and chips. But the big fast food chain that's starting to become popular, not only in England, but even where I live here in Canada, is called Five Guys. And I don't know if you've heard of them before, but they also sell burger and chips and uh, milkshakes. They're kind of like the three main uh, popular things that they sell. They also have hot dogs, but... I think most people go there for the burger and chips. And this is a fast food chain that is dead popular. Like when I worked in central London, on my lunch break, I'd go around, you know, seeing, okay, let me treat myself to a nice snack, to a nice meal. And five guys in central London had a line going out of the shop and like down the road. Like that's how popular it was. When it came to lunchtime, people were like lining up at five guys. Now, again, this is an American chain and it is a little bit more expensive then mcdonald's maybe even like double the price in some cases but the food is really really good they've got really really nice burgers they flip them in front of you they're making them fresh um the chips they leave the skin on which i personally like and i think you can also get cajun chips so with a little bit more flavoring and they also have the drinks machine where if you want to have a fizzy drink then you can choose like whatever flavor you want, whatever brand. So like a strawberry Sprite or something like that, um, which is always really fun. Beside that, um, there are other kind of burger chains that are starting to become a little bit more popular here and there. I don't know if it's just in London, but I know we have things like Leon Burger or Motor Burger, I think. Um, But they're definitely much more similar to a restaurant and um, also a bit more expensive. If we talk about KFC, Burger King, you know, we have these. In terms of popularity, I don't know how popular they are in comparison. I think KFC KFC is still pretty popular amongst people. Personally, I don't really care for KFC. I never had a good experience there. Um, I did really like their milkshakes, but their machine would be broken anyway. So (laughs) you're talking to the wrong person if you like KFC because I really don't care for it. Burger King... I think is a dying brand in the UK. Like it looks like it's suffering. When you go into the Burger King, they got machines, cash machines from the nineties. Like they look so old that I don't even know how they're running. The people in there look like depressed as hell. 
and the atmosphere just like isn't the one it's not good <laughs> so you don't see burger king as much in the uk anymore i think they closed a lot of places and i can see why um in canada where i live there's still quite a few but it's it's not popular so i feel like burger king's gonna die soon um wimpy it's a funny name uh it's american apparently but in the uk it used to be popular you can still find wimpy in some places and wimpy is one of them places that should have died like i don't know how wimpy is still standing there is some billionaire somewhere that's funding wimpy for shits and giggles because like sorry for my language but for laughs like why <laughs> why why does wimpy still exist i don't understand because i've never been to wimpy but i know that old people really like to go to wimpy because it reminds them of like their childhood but i've never seen young people go to wimpy and I think I saw one wimpy in my whole life in England or at least in London, maybe close to where I live. But like other than that, I never saw a wimpy anywhere. They really like not only do their cash machines look like they're from the 90s, the whole place looks like it's from not even the 90s, like the 70s or 80s. So that's a chain that should be dead. I don't know why it's still alive. Um, and then of course we have like for pizza we have pizza hut love it dominoes you know if you want delivery pizza we also have smaller chains of delivery pizza um, for example in london we have pizza gogo -Go, which you know it's a bit cheaper it's pretty good um but yeah that's it so i don't think people would necessarily choose british chains over american chains because we don't really like separate it and think okay I want to go to the British fast food chain and not the American one. But we do have our own like good selection of kind of what you would say is fast food that we don't always need to eat like American one. That's kind of it for fast food in England. I just wanted to talk about a variety of different places, places that you might see if you decide to visit. I'm quite interested to know how popular fast food is in your country where you live. So make sure to let me know and head over to my Instagram at tea and chat podcast and uh comment on one of my pictures there and let me know if fast food is popular where you are and also if you've heard of any of these british chains before nando's greg's wagamama weatherspoons um we also have uh slug and lettuce and frankie and benny's completely forgot to mention them slug and lettuce is another bar it looks much more like a bar than a pub which i know might be confusing but we do differentiate them and Frankie and Benny's is also one I don't really see much of anymore. But okay, I'm going to be rambling on about fast food here for an extra 10 minutes if I don't stop now. Um, my podcast episodes in general, they tend to be around 30 minutes long. So let me know as well if that's quite a comfortable time for you. I know some podcasts go on for like an hour, an hour and a half. But I'm trying to keep mine to a good kind of 30 minutes. You know, it's a good amount of time, I think. But let me know how you feel about that. Let me know if you're enjoying tea and chat so far. We're now a quarter of the way through season one. Um, there's going to be 20 episodes in each season, I believe. So <laughs> we're already a quarter of the way through. Let me know if you've been enjoying the podcast so far. And again, just send me a message over on my Instagram. And remember, if you want to get more involved, if you want to support me in this podcast and you want to stop me putting any kind of adverts on here, because I don't want to put adverts on here. It's quite tedious. But if you want to stop that from happening and you want to support me, you can do so on patreon.com slash British English. Okay, that's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode talking about fast food and happy Friday. And I hope that you enjoy your weekend. 
and tune in for next week's topic. Goodbye.